Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I am tuning in on this cozy, rainy Wednesday night uh, recording this live. I just finished recording another episode for my other podcast, Real Men Heal the Podcast, and I was already in the zone. I already have my makeup done. I already washed my hair, and my intention with the Feel It to Heal It podcast was to bring you both episodes that are recorded on Instagram for my morning tea live show every Wednesday morning. So you have the option of listening on Instagram or on the pod and also to bring you episodes that are just exclusive to the podcast, just like I have Instagram lives that are just exclusive to Instagram. So as much as I love repurposing and spreading this work to all the available platforms, I really want to live up to my intention and to what I have promised you all, where you will get exclusive episodes just on the podcast so that we keep it, we keep it flowing and going uh, what this was born for. So that was a lot of rambles. But anyway, I'm so, so excited to actually be filming this directly for you. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not looking at my phone this way like I normally am when I'm on Instagram. I get to actually look into the camera. So I'm very excited. So today I wanna talk about consistency among the inconsistency. This is something that I have really begun to master more and more recently in my life. Um, in human design, I'm an emotional authority, so I am designed to have emotional waves where some days feel higher, some days feel lower, some days feel in between. And the more I study human design, the more that I study emotions, the more that I build my emotional mastery, emotional intelligence, I really look at, okay, how can I remain consistent in my leadership, in my power? How can we focus on what's in our power when life is constantly changing? There's that expression that you may find on your uh, yogi tea bag that says the only constant is change. And that is so true. Things are always changing, like literally always right now. Things are changing in the planets and the universe and in people's lives and energy, like our energy can change moment to moment. And so people really struggle with consistency because you then base it on your mood for the day. Like, oh, I'm feeling irritable, so I don't want to do my daily habits that I promised myself I would do. Or I'm feeling, um, you know, a little just lower energy. I don't really want to go to the gym like I told myself I would do. So one of the biggest things that entrepreneurship has taught me, as well as this healing, this healing journey of healing my nervous system and my attachment wounding is how, and human design is how to, be have constants have anchors that I can come back to during the highs and lows during the inconsistencies that inevitably happen in life so the thing that I've been doing a lot recently that I've I've been also incorporating in my client work is really getting clear on what are your daily non-negotiables so no matter what no matter if you're sick no matter if you are um 
feeling irritable that day, no matter what the planets are up to and you're feeling extra emotional, no matter what is happening outside of you, what is the consistent anchor? So in this human design course I took recently, it was talking about the things that are consistent are how we respond to the things that are not consistent, right? So you always hear that expression of like, we can't control what happens, but we can control how we respond to what happens. So it's a similar thing, but in this episode, I'm really diving into sharing my top tips for how to anchor back home to yourself and stay consistent. Because let me tell you, it has been a game changer for me. I don't think I've ever been this consistent in my life and it feels so fucking good. Now, within these, you know, past few months of building this consistency to this level, because with every new level of business and entrepreneurship and healing, you have to stretch more and more and more and you have to be able to hold more in order to attract what you desire. And so if we don't, if we don't have the foundation of consistency, of personal power, of leadership, of how we choose to respond to the things that are not consistent, the universe is not going to give us what we want because we will not be able to hold it. So let's talk about the inconsistencies because we already know those. Those are easy. What is inconsistent in life? Literally everything. We have no idea. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. We have no idea what's going to happen 10 minutes from now. We have no idea what's going to happen 60 seconds from now. (laughs) We are living fully in the void of the unknown, which is the most beautiful, magical, powerful, and can feel scary at times. When we feel safe to be with the unknown, when we feel safe to come back in the present, because remember, trauma disconnects us from the present moment. So every time your mind is going, what if this, what if this, what if this, we have to come back. So I'm going to use a client example. She's okay with me sharing. And of course I will keep it anonymous, but today I was boxering with a client. She's been my one-on-one client for years, like two, over two years at this point. And (laughs) she was going down a rabbit hole of protectors, of future tripping. What if this client is mad about this email and the way I phrased it? What if this, what if this, what if this? And I literally in the past, I would have entertained it. I would have said, you know, I'm hearing some fear. Can we breathe with the fear? You know, I would have given her validation for the fear thoughts of like, oh no, don't worry. She's not thinking that. We have now reached a point in her healing where Mama Goose has to come in with the tough love. And I literally hold the boundary and I say, nope, we're not going down the rabbit hole of the protectors. We are coming back to the present moment. Trauma will always try and take you away from the present moment. So anytime she's like, what if that? Nope. Nope. Come back to the present. Breathe. You are safe. Breathe through the fear. You are safe. Come back to the present. Now, what happened was that the client that she was afraid uh, would be mad at some email that she sent her, the response was like super chill and fine. She's like, okay, great. Thanks for letting me know. So then I reflected back to her all of that time and energy that you spent worrying about the what if when that's not actually happening in the present moment was time that you could have spent in the present moment. So I want to use that as an example, as an opportunity for you to look at where do you do this in your life? Where do you expend time and energy and leak your time and energy, which is why you're so tired so that when it's time to go do the things you actually have to do, you're like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm too emotionally drained. Well, yeah, because you were leaking time and energy trying to predict the future when you can't do that. You just can't. I don't care if you're psychic. I don't care if you have special abilities. 
I've uncovered some psychic abilities recently. It's been really fucking cool. But that doesn't mean that I can know all the things. We're not supposed to know all the things. It's like I said in my Instagram stories the other day, the universe is trying to throw you a surprise party. Now, if every day you're like, what's the surprise? What's the surprise? And you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure out what the surprise is. You're ruining the magic of the surprise. Now, I know some of you might be listening to this saying, well, I don't like surprises, Rachel. So I do want to figure it out. Well, maybe the lesson is you need to open your heart and mind to how magical surprises can actually be. We're not supposed to know all the things. And I would get curious around why you don't like surprises. Is it because it feels out of control? Is it because you're not the one controlling everything? Or because it feels scary to be with the unknown? That is the work, being with the unknown. So when we go to inconsistencies, it's being with unknown. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea um, how we're going to feel tomorrow. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow, right? And so that is inconsistent. So taking it down to a micro level of my own life and how I help myself and clients um, and lead them through this is, let's say my client boxers me like, I'm feeling really just low energy today, low vibe. Okay, you can still show up and do what you need to do for yourself, even when you're feeling that way. No one said you have to be high vibe all the time to get shit done. No one said that you have to be high vibe all the time to honor yourself. In fact, doing the things that you need to do to take care of yourself emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, being the leader of your life, being in your adult self rather than your inner child running the show, 99% of the time when you are actually needing to do those things is when uh, you don't feel like doing them. So we wait to feel differently to do differently, but it's the opposite. We have to do differently to feel differently. We have to actually accept that we are going to experience a full range of human emotions because we are human. So rather than waiting to feel excited to go to the gym, you go to the gym and let that build intrinsic motivation. If you are feeling kind of moody, like today I was feeling a little bit irritable. And I know why there's like a lot of shit happening with the planets right now. And also, I don't need to know why I don't necessarily need to blame it on the planets. I need to trust that I'm feeling irritable. And that's okay. I'm human. How do I relate to it? Do I say I'm irritable? So I'm going to lay in bed all day and just forget about my whole to do list? No, I'm irritable. And I'm safe to be irritable while I do all the things that I need to do on this to do list, literally. And it feels so, so good. It actually helps me feel less irritable when I take care of myself. So if I'm, you know, okay, classic example, my clients love to use their periods as an excuse. Oh, I'm on my period. And so I just can't do this. Okay, well, if you're on your period, that means that your body needs extra love and support, right? If you if your body needs extra love and support, that is even more important to then show up and take care of yourself, to make sure you're hydrating, to make sure you're putting nourishing things in your body, not to use that as an excuse to put crap in your body and to feel worse. I used to do this all the time. Why am I period? I just want comfort food. No, if you actually have a healthy cycle and if you don't, again, looking into, okay, where am I prioritizing healing? this thing that we've normalized as society, right? These symptoms of anxiety, depression, IBS, bloating. We've we've normalized all these symptoms as like, oh, these are just normal things that we bond over. It's like, no, if you have a painful period, that is your body communicating to you 
that something is not okay. If you're waking up anxious every day, that is a signal that your body's communicating to you and you have to listen or else nothing changes, right? So the consistencies is how do I want to relate to these emotions, right? The inconsistencies is feeling different emotions, maybe having your period one day, not having it the next day, maybe having a cold and not having a cold, uh, maybe feeling anger and then not feeling anger, right? Or maybe your schedule gets mixed up. Whatever it is, the constant is change. So there's inconsistencies over there. How do I choose to relate to those in a consistent way? Being in my leadership, taking care of myself, building discipline. Now, discipline is something that I struggled with literally my whole life because no one teaches us how to be disciplined. No one teaches us how to take care of ourselves properly. I abandoned myself time and time and time and time and time again through my addictive behaviors because I did not feel safe to focus on me because my codependency was making me focus on everyone else around me. Now, anytime I start focusing on other people as a distraction and avoidance of myself, I have to catch myself and be like, oh, no, 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 focus, focus, come back, come back home, come back home to me. This is not mine. This is not my responsibility being super intentional. So one thing that I've been doing this week that I love that is in such a game changer is I will have at least one hour of no phone time upon waking. Ideally more than that. Ideally my, my best record so far was three hours. And then my sweet spot is two hours and my bare minimum is one hour. I used to look at the phone right up until the moment I would go to sleep and it would be the first thing that I would look at. These phones are fucking addicting. They are meant to be addicting. They are designed to be addictive. But how does it actually make you feel? When I reach for my phone first thing, I don't take time to connect my, to myself. I realize like after looking at the clock, oh my God, I've been on this phone for like an hour and I haven't even eaten breakfast. It doesn't even matter. I used to use it as an excuse of like, well, I have a business on my phone. and so. I need to be on the phone a lot. It's like, yes, that's true. And also I'm going to be a lot better to my clients and in service to my community online if I take care of myself. So instead of going on the phone for the first hour of my day, I keep the phone. I don't even touch it. I literally keep it away and I go through my morning. So I make my bed. I do things that are really easy to do to build that momentum of taking care of myself. Making the bed takes me two seconds. I don't even do it in like a like super fancy way. I just literally throw the, the blanket over the pillow, make it look a little nicer, and that's it. And it makes me feel so good. Brushing my teeth, doing putting some oil on my skin, taking the dogs for a walk, having my hot magnesium lemon water, cooking them breakfast, cooking me breakfast, because yes, I cook my dogs <laughs> raw food breakfast heated up every morning because the kibble is not as healthy for them. And even though kibble's cheaper, I'm saving my money long-term in vet bills uh, because they're going to be healthier. And that is how I treat myself too. Rather than getting the cheap option now and paying in medical bills later, I'm investing money in the organic food and the healthier options now to prevent being sick in the hospital later. Anyway, side tangent. So we make breakfast and before that, ideally before, I then do my meditation, my chanting, and my journaling. Sometimes I'll do a card pull. Sometimes I'll just sit and visualize. Sometimes I'll just land in the present moment and feel gratitude. I get in my body. I spend time connecting to me. And then once all of that is done, food, 
teeth care, skin care, walking outside, connecting to nature, doing my meditation, chanting, journaling, hot lemon, magnesium water. When all of those things are done, now I'm available to go serve my clients on my phone. Then I do that. But I always have my to-do list so that when I'm done doing that and I'm kind of just like, oh, no, 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 what do I do now? I come back to the list. Okay, it doesn't matter what order I do these in. I personally have a, a notebook where it's like, if you guys see this on YouTube, the first three spots up here are priorities. And then these are lower priorities. So my priorities every morning, meditation, chanting, journaling, MCJ, my Instagram post, because I post every single day because I run a business and I have to show up for my business. My Instagram selling stories, I sell and share my offers and my wisdom on Instagram every single day. If you go to a storefront and they're only open some Mondays or some Tuesdays or every other day or some weird hours, you're not going to want to go shop at that store. It's the same thing if you have an online business. If you're literally showing up just when you feel like it, you're not treating it as a business. Because if someone goes to your page and your stories are empty and you're not selling anything, because selling is just sharing, it's giving people an opportunity to experience your wisdom and your medicine. If those are empty, that's like if you go to a store and you want to buy a shirt and there's no shirts available, the store is empty. You have to put up your shirts every day for sale. It's the same thing. So I prioritize, but then that gives me the structure to allow for some flexibility as well. So for example, I know the non-negotiables of like, I have to do these things every single day and then I'll add in the things that are more specific for that individual day, right? So every day I'm doing MCJ, every day I'm eating breakfast, every day I'm hopefully pooping in the morning and several times after that, because I just learned through my experience with my naturopath that if you are not pooping like three times a day, there's some stuff going on in there. And I used to never poop three days, three, three times a day. I think it's the first time I'm openly talking about poop on the podcast, which I'm here for it because let's talk about healthy digestion and healthy bowels, y'all. <laughs> anyway, okay, so these are things that I'm doing every day, just like you brush your teeth every day, just like you pee every day, just like you drink water every day. There are going to be things that you do every single day. Now, the flexibility and the flow, what we call the divine feminine, but really has nothing to do with gender, it's just different energies is how can I then allow flexibility in terms of the order of I do the additional things I need to do for that day? Or, you know, maybe I was going to do yoga, but instead I want to go to the gym, but I'm still moving my body, right? So if my constant is moving my body, then I'm going to know that I'm doing either yoga, gym, or let's say I'm super low energy that day and I need a rest day, a nice walk around my block, right? Getting some steps in, maybe some gentle stretching, so there's always flexibility among the, uh, the constants, the structure. But oftentimes I hear from clients when they say, well, I just don't want to. And it's like, okay, well, when you think about brushing your teeth, you don't want to, but why do you do it to take care of your teeth? To Because you don't actually want to get a cavity and have to go to the dentist either. So always connecting back to your why. I don't always feel like doing MCJ. I don't always feel like going to the gym, but why do I do it? Oh, because that feeling when I do it feels so good. That feeling of taking care of myself every day feels so good. Like when I look around and I'm like, oh my God, I'm living in this manifested two bedroom condo, like just living 
like affording a higher rent that I never thought I would be able to afford. And that's not even fair to say. It's not that I never thought I would be able to afford it. It's that based on what I was, what I used to pay in the space I used to live in, this just, it's beyond what I could have imagined. And so when I look around and I'm like, oh, it's my responsibility to take care of my home. And I actually spend time cleaning it and taking out the garbage and feeding my little fish and watering the plants. Like I feel so in my power because when we're relating from our adult selves, it feels powerful. We associate adulting with like heaviness and, you know, boring and like, oh, I don't want to do it. That's all your inner child because realistically, even though there are things that of course we don't feel like doing, realistically, when you are in your adult self and you do those things anyway, you feel so good. You feel like so safe in your body of, oh wait, I am my own parent now. I am my own adult self. I don't need anything outside of myself for safety. And that's so fucking powerful. It helps you feel more regulated. It helps you feel more emotionally grounded. It helps you lean into gratitude. And so even if there's something like taking out the trash that you don't want to do, well, what is your why? Oh, because I don't want to live in a smelly house. And because when I do the things that I need to do, for myself, it builds self-trust. It builds consistency. Our nervous systems thrive in consistency. And if you want to receive all of your desires, you have to have consistency in your nervous system as the anchor of safety so that your nervous system feels safe to receive and hold more. If you don't have consistency with the foundational things of taking care of yourself, of taking care of your home, internal home of your body and external home, you are not going to be able to hold more. And so if I want to hold more, more income, more clients, more impact, more abundance of love, money, freedom, all areas of life, health, wealth, all the areas, I need to have enough structure, enough anchors of safety, enough foundational support so that when that comes in, I can hold it. Because how the fuck is the universe going to give you more money, more love, more friends if you can't even take out the trash, right? Or if you are being taken over by dysregulation and by little you running the show. That was my entire life. I was so dysregulated and I just thought that was the norm. I didn't know there was another way to feel. That was just how I felt. So I didn't realize there was a different way. And now dysregulation is not my norm. And so now I actually feel the difference and I'm like, wow. I was living through my inner child and now I'm living through my adult self and that feels so much better. It feels so much better. I had a client tell me, well, it's just easier to not be okay. It's actually not because even though it feels easier to avoid responsibility or to avoid having to do adulting, adult-like things, the only reason it feels heavy is because little you is terrified because you have not built enough consistency to build enough self-trust to show yourself that you are safe to believe in yourself, that you are safe to release this need of not being okay. You are safe to not need attention for not being okay anymore. That's literally what I told her this week. And that's something my mentor has told me several times. And I really have now seen the difference of like, I used to not be okay unconsciously would create things, chaotic things in my life where I wasn't okay because that's how I got attention right? Like you're, you're going to get so much more attention for calling a friend and being like, I'm so upset or I'm so broke or I need your support on that 
rather than if you call a friend and be like, I'm fucking so good right now. I feel so good. I feel regulated. I feel grounded. I feel like I'm in my power. They're going to be like, okay, cool. We connect over brokenness, sickness, dysregulation, anxiety, you know, having to go to therapy. Like we connect over not being okay. And so it feels incredibly scary for our inner child to actually be okay. And this is where consistencies, how you relate to things, are you in your personal power, staying grounded, riding the highs and lows of life, this is where that comes in so much because it allows you to tend to little you when she's getting upset or fearful rather than allowing her to take over. So even just this week, I've noticed how there's been pain in my heart for a few different reasons and I'm in this deep shedding period and it feels really painful and even with moments of pain being able to tend to that and then still come back to refocusing on oh I gotta do my post doesn't actually matter if I'm in pain that pain does not have to stop me from doing what I said I'm going to do if anything let me use that pain and alchemize it and teach and 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 post about it right like Pain into purpose, alchemizing it rather than allowing it to drown you in your sorrows and get sucked in and addicted to it. We are so addicted to dysregulation. We are so addicted to survival mode because it's what feels familiar. And so it's our job in every moment to show our nervous system, to show our inner child a new way of safety so that you do not have to feel addicted to that anymore. It will set you free. And so if you are listening to this and it's resonating and you are so desperately just wanting to feel regulated, to feel grounded, to feel in your power, to build that self-trust, to build that self-leadership, I have so many beautiful ways to jump into this work. First of all, uh, Powerfully Single, hello to my single people. We have a Valentine's Day sale going on. It's normally the price of 888. It is on sale for 222. This is my Valentine's Day gift to you. This is for single humans wanting to feel in their power, wanting to learn and really get curious around how you're showing up for yourself, how that's showing up in your dating life, in your romantic life, the partners you're attracting, attracting and how to build that consistency within your daily habits, within your relationship with yourself. I promise you guys, it feels so much better. I literally had my client message me this morning when she made breakfast and I was like, I'm so proud of you. And before, look at this, look at this protein, healthy carb, uh, veggie. I was so fucking proud of her. And she's like, but you don't care about my breakfast. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, I do. Because that is a foundational piece of you being able to feel how you want to feel and not have your energy crash later on. Same with emotions. If you're spending, I used to spend so much time feeling dysregulated that I would have no energy for everything else because feeling so dysregulated all the time is fucking exhausting. And that the worst part was, is I didn't actually need to be. So now my mom, my mantra and the mantra I gave my client today is like, everything's okay. Like everything is actually okay. Even when things don't feel okay, even when things aren't okay, they're actually okay because we are safe in this present moment. You will know if you ever need to actually be in survival mode, but when you don't, it is your job to get yourself out of it in every moment and say, how do I want to be spending my time and energy? I 
also have some one-on-one -on -one private coaching spots available. These are my highest level of support. So these are for the humans. I work with all humans, all genders. Like I'm not like men's coach, women's coach. I am human coach, humans with nervous systems. That is you. <laughs> I have private one-on-one -on -one spots available for full nervous system transformation, for full rewiring, for full getting your nervous system out of survival mode, for full release of addictive behaviors, I have four different tiers. My highest tier is weekly Zoom calls Monday through Friday Voxer. And then I have some lower tiers that are lower investments if you are just wanting to meet yourself where you're at or if you don't need as high of a level of support. And then we have Real Men Heal, men's group healing program, three-month program, nine modules, three weeks of integration starting in March. For the men who want to unlearn all of the harmful bullshit that you are taught about what it means to be a real man, you are real, you are good enough, you are worthy just as you are. If you want to re-unlearn and relearn and process the stored pain in your body and feel lighter, feel less stuck, feel less depressed, feel less anxious, feel more connected to your body, feel more deeply connected to yourself, to other relationships, this is the group for you. And then last but not least, we have Beyond Your Wildest Dreams membership. This membership is for those who want to dip their toes in, who want a supportive community on their healing journey. We have weekly live trainings every Friday. You can't catch it live. You can watch the replay at any point. Private Facebook group, and then you can upgrade to tier two where you get my entire body of work at a fraction of the cost. First access to any new programs I create. I'm creating my new my newest uh, program, Authenticity Unleashed, this spring. I'm so excited for it. And then tier three is when you add in a month of private coaching to help you integrate all your learning in the trainings and in my programs. So that is $3.70 a day, or you can do the painful discount, which is 1000 for the entire year, which brings it down to, I believe, $2.70 a day to truly learn an entire new way of feeling safe feeling connected, feeling safe to be you, your authentic self, and living from an open heart. This world needs your authentic self. This world needs your open heart so, so badly. We are living in a traumatized and addicted world. It is time we shift it into an earth full of connection and love and open heartedness and everyone feeling safe to be their most authentic selves and powerful selves. And that starts with really learning how to take care of yourself. We are not taught this. So I encourage you to take any nuggets from this of where are you not holding your feet to the fire in terms of consistency? Where are you not having self-discipline, not in a punishing way, but in a self-love way? I love myself enough to um, be disciplined. And my naturopath said this quote, I loved it so much. Discipline is like when you like yourself, but devotion is when you love yourself. Like I'm devoted to taking care of myself. I'm devoted to every day waking up and loving myself and showing myself that love through how I talk to myself, through what foods I put in my body, through the music I listen to, through what I choose to consume. I used to binge watch TV every single night. Do you know what that did? It disconnected me from myself. I'm going to be doing a two-week no TV challenge at some point soon. I got to plan plan out the deets of that. But I'm so excited because the first time my mentor ever told me don't watch TV for two weeks, I thought I was going to die. I was like, what the fuck? This is the Bachelor in Paradise finale. I can't stop watching now. 
TV is so addicting. It disconnects you from yourself. And when you feel safer living through the characters on the screen rather than creating your life, that tells your body that you are in survival mode. So now I have released my TV addiction. I will still watch a movie here and there intentionally. Um, but every time I watch TV, I get dysregulated. I get ungrounded. I get disconnected from myself and it's just not worth it. So instead, I use my time to come home to me, to create my business, to create my life, to actually take care of myself because rest is not watching TV. That is stimulating. It is disconnecting. It is not actual rest. So every moment of every day, what is my body needing? Do I need rest? Do I need movement? Do I need nourishment? Do I need to do this podcast right now that I've been putting off? Do I need to write that email? really taking massive action. This is not to perpetuate hustle culture. This is showing you that the opposite of hustle culture is not sitting around doing nothing. It is actually choosing how to relate to what you were doing in your day, how you were choosing to spend your time and energy. It is the energy in which you relate to those things. So rather than I'm hustling and I'm doing all these things and I'm not even being present for any of them and I'm just trying to check it off the list, no. The whole point of a to-do list and checking it off is not to check it off. It's to feel present with each thing and to build self-trust as you show yourself, wow, like I had a, I had a morning the other morning where it was 1040 AM and I literally had done a whole, a whole to-do list. And I was like, it's before noon. I have the whole day free. That quote of like, we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. It's the same thing. Like we we spend so much time and energy ruminating, obsessing in our heads, future tripping. Like when we take our power back and we take that energy and time back, we get to show ourselves how much we get to do in a day that lights us up, making more space for joy and pleasure and connection and doing things that you love to do rather than wasting your precious life, your precious time and energy staying stuck in survival mode when you don't need to be. So reach out. Best way to reach me is Instagram or email if you would like to apply for one-on-one -on -one private coaching, Powerfully Single Sale, Real Men Heal Group, or Beyond Your Wildest Dreams membership. I am here to support you in whatever part of your healing journey you are on. And I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, please, please, please share it with someone who could benefit and really hold yourself accountable of staying consistent with your leadership, your personal power, your consistency, your inspired action, coming home to yourself in terms of energetics and looking at the energy in which you're relating to things in every single day. And I love, love, love to hear from you once you start implementing this, how it changes things for you, how it opens up space for you. If you have enjoyed this, please feel free to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and I love you all so much, and don't forget to feel it to feel it. I will see you on the next episode. Bye!